And God has showed me that there's nothing in this world that you can build that is going to to make you happy. That's going to make you feel worthy. That's going to make you feel that void in your heart. I wanted to prove to myself that I was worthy of success. I was worthy of the recognition I was getting. I was worthy of it all. I wanted that. I wanted so badly to prove to people that I was worthy. But God was like, I'm the only one that is going to fill that void. I'm the only one that is going to make sure that you know that you are worthy. It's not going to be a brand. It's not going to be the money. It's not going to be the people that make you feel like you're worthy. I am going to be the one that makes you feel like you're worthy. And so he saved me. <laughs> What's up, you guys? It's Amaya Lachey. Welcome to Made in Heaven Podcast. Made in Heaven Podcast was created because I believe that we were all made in heaven, sent here for one mission, and that is to advance the kingdom of God. Okay? I am so happy today. I'm feeling good. Today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, somebody. <laughs> What's up, y'all? So huh, this really should have been the first episode. But look, God has been telling me to jump. And I just been like, how high? <laughs> Come on. I'm in my obedience era. <laughs> I just been trying to be obedient and doing my, actually not trying, I've been doing my best to be obedient. And look, look, the Lord told me to make this podcast on a Monday. I made the art cover art for it on Tuesday, recorded the video on Tuesday, posted the video on Wednesday. (laughs) When he told me to jump, I'm like, God, how high? Cause I'm ready. So (laughs) God has just been moving in my life and he's been telling me to move and I just been moving. So when I said, welcome back in my last episode, I really did not plan to make this podcast. I'm, I'm thinking I'm just about to record an episode for my main channel and I didn't think I was going to make a podcast. So apparently I have a podcast. Well, it's not mine. It's God's because he sent me out here and he has um, given me the honor and responsibility to to preach the gospel to y'all okay and and tell my testimony (laughs) that's what we here to do today (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna tell y'all part of my testimony let's get into it okay so a bit of my spiritual background i did not grow up in church at all i i didn't step foot in a church until i was probably like a preteen and that was for like people's funerals and like going with like family members and stuff like that Editing Maya here. I just wanted to insert that I actually did grow up going to a Catholic church. My neighbor, she invited all the bad neighborhood kids into her house and we would go over to her house for a Bible study. I don't remember any of the things that she was talking about. I was really only there for my friends. But however, she was just so loving and she wanted the neighborhood kids to be in church. And so she would invite us over and we would go to church when we wanted to. And we it wasn't really like a consistent thing, but I do remember for a long period of time going to a Catholic church and it was different. It, it was definitely different. And I just wanted to make that clear that I did go to a Catholic church. Um, but when I say I didn't grow up in church, I mean, I did not grow up going to church with my family. And so, yeah, I have experienced the Catholic church and I just wanted to insert that. So yeah, back to the pod. <laughs> In fact, my family was actually into like, I I believe it's called paganistic beliefs. So like, I don't know if y'all have been through this, but my family members are the type to be like, "Uh uh-uh, don't split that pole. Don't put your purse on the floor. That's bad luck. That's what my family was into. They was into all those practices. And so I just grew up believing in luck. 
And, and yeah, so it was one of those things where I was like, I, I didn't know the church. I never knew the church ever until I got this age. So in high school, I had learned about the secret from Oprah and I learned about law of attraction and manifestation and I really didn't get too deep into it. Like I was not a witch, baby. One thing I was not is a witch. I always believed in God. Even when I was practicing law of attraction, I always believed in God. But however, with law of attraction, I believe that they kind of teach you to be your own God. Like you can will this stuff into your life, even if it's against his will. And so um, I kind of went into it, but I didn't get too deep into it. So let me just say this. The law of attraction does work. Manifestation does work, but it's from the devil. And I know somebody just turned off this video. Bye. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let me be serious. It does work, but it's from the devil. And so a lot of people get fall so deep into law of attraction and manifestation because they're like, well, it does work for me. So I'm going to keep doing it. That's the thing. The devil gives you things. And the devil blesses people too. I think people just forget about that. Like, I don't I don't think people understand or even care to understand that the devil blesses people with stuff too. And yes, manifestation does work, but you can have it now and you will lose it later. Let me say it like this. The devil makes you laugh now and cry later. So yes, you can manifest and get all the things, but it will be gone as soon as you got it. I'm telling you that right now because the devil gives you things before you're ready for it. One thing about God is he will give you things when you're actually prepared for it. And the devil will give you things that you want and you desire that you're not ready for. And so when I was in the world and I was manifesting and I was doing all the things and I was getting the things, it would be gone as soon as I got it. So it was just like, oh. Okay, but when I had discovered the secret, I was like, oh, I unlocked, I, I felt like I had the key to life. Like I had the key to the streets, baby. Like <laughs> when I discovered manifestation, I felt like, oh, like I felt like I found a secret, you know? And yeah, so I, like I said, I didn't get too deep into it. I wasn't trying to, you know, I be seeing people trying to manifest boyfriends and houses and, and things of that nature and no shame. There is, I cannot convict anybody or condemn anybody. Only the Lord Jesus can do that. But however, I see online where people are just manifesting relationships, people that don't even want to be with them. Like, no, you're going to be with me and I'm going to manifest it. And I'm just like, my goodness, y'all are out here playing with something, y'all. We ain't gonna get too deep into it. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really get too, too deep into manifestation myself because um, even looking back now, even when I was in the world, God was always calling me and he always gave me hints that like, uh-uh, don't do that. And one of my spiritual gifts is discernment. And the reason why my discernment got weakened is because I would ignore it. And God had always given me that gift of discernment and knowing when things are right and th when things are wrong. And so I didn't go too deep into none, okay? In fact, when I got into high school, I kind of strayed away from the law of attraction. And there was just a season where I was just like a lukewarm you know, a lukewarm Christian, but not really. I believed in God, but I was also trying to find the truth, but also believing in myself too much. Very selfish, very prideful, um, so very self-exalting. 
I was just very selfish and all I thought of was me. If if it didn't go my way, then nobody was going to have their way. Okay, it was my way or the highway. I, like I said, just so selfish and self-exalting. Um, this is just the background, y'all. I'm trying to get through the all the background so y'all can really understand where I'm coming from when I get into the main um meat and potatoes. <laughs> so yeah, no real Christian background as far as like growing up in the church, the whole religion thing. I didn't even do that. In fact, I was a lukewarm Christian for a long time. And it's not that I didn't believe in God. I honestly, you know what? I didn't even want to call myself a Christian. That's how I viewed Christians. I'm like, ugh, mm -mm, I don't want to be a Christian. And my mom, she did say the name Jesus. Like she would be like, thank you, Jesus. And when something good happened, I'm just like, I didn't, I really didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, okay. But it wasn't nothing to where I was like, oh, I need to believe in Jesus too. It was more so I was just like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a little bit of my backstory. Um, I came from being, like I said, uh, prideful, selfish. I cared about uh, my looks and attention from people. I was a people pleaser just wanted validation from social media and just people in general. Anybody that liked me, I would just be so geeked up, like geeked up, geeked. <laughs> I used to be geeked up when people would like me and all types of stuff. I can go into more of that another time if y'all would like me to. But yeah, that is my background as far as like spiritually. What really pushed me to Jesus was the weight of a brand I had created, y'all. I created a brand right out of high school. Well, in high school, I was I thought I was running a brand. I was dropping designs here and there. I was putting out designs even for a moment. I was doing like custom shirts, but then I realized, uh-uh, people is too picky. I'm not doing that. I had graduated early in December 2019. And so because I graduated early, I'm like, okay, I graduated. Let me take a little break. And so December 2020, I actually was like, okay, now I got to get suited and booted, baby, because I can't be out here broke. I'm I'm out of high school. I got to get a job or or I'm going to be out here broke and I'm going to be a bum because I'm not going to college. I That's one thing I made apparent in high school was I'm not going to college, okay? I love learning. I love it all. But I was just like, I know that college isn't for me. And so I had actually been encouraged on my journey of designing and things like that. And people was always encouraging of my designing abilities, like sewing and, and fashion and all that. So I felt, um, what is the word? I, I just felt motivated, I guess, in, in pursuing design, fashion design and all the things. So December 2020, I created a brand officially. And this was a turning moment for me. Because I had believed in myself so much. I was obsessed with success. I was obsessed with it. And I was like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be successful by any means necessary because I felt like I had something to prove. I was like everybody else going to college, everybody else doing their thing. I got something to prove. When I first started my brand, I really idolized success. Like I felt like my success was all on me. And if I wasn't gonna get it out the mud, ain't nobody else was gonna come and do it for me because I did believe that God had a purpose for me, but I just I just didn't know him. I didn't know what he had for me because I never even talked to him and asked him, like, God, what you have for me? So I had idolized success and I was lukewarm at this time. Like I believed in him. I would say God, I would say Lord, Lord, but I really didn't, you know, have a relationship with him or anything like that. So um, I just kind of felt this, this pressure 
and this obsession to just be successful. And so I set out on the journey and I was talking about this in my last video. I set out on the journey and I started this brand. And so I started the, the brand officially, like working on it in December, 2020. I got a job to help fund it. And I only had this job for maybe like four or five months. Look, y'all, this is what I told them. I said, look, I can only work four hours because I have to go to my second job. But in reality, my second job was working on my brand. So I used that job at Ross as a stepping stone to to just pour into my brand. And whatever finances I was getting was going into my brand. And I remember being in my room on my embroidery machine. I had to fix it. For two weeks, I had to fix the machine because it wasn't working. But the whole two weeks, I was just telling myself over and over and over again. I said, this is all going to be worth it. This is all going to be worth it. I'm going to be successful. And I just kept telling myself that. And so around, I would say, March 2021, my brand went crazy. Like This is the first time I ever sold anything more than two or three pieces at a time. And I mean, the response I got from the audience I had acquired on Instagram and the audience I had acquired on TikTok, they was just like, oh my gosh, Like this is gold. So when I had made the design, y'all, I, I believed in myself, but at the same time, I was just like, you know, some people was going to buy it. Some people was not going to buy it. I didn't think it was going to go where it went at all. So the very first time I released it, it went crazy. I had made like $3,000 and I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is, this is basically like a, a proof of concept because even though it didn't make like a whole bunch of money, I'm like, wait, 3000 and I just made this design. I just dropped it. I kind of didn't even really have any plans for this design. I didn't have any plans for the brand I was creating. I was just like, I'm just about to throw this out here and whatever sticks, sticks. And that's what it did. It, it stuck. And I made like $3,000 on my first drop of this design that I, like I said, made in my room on an inverter machine. And and so I restocked it. And the second time I restocked it, I made $10,000 in like the first couple days of it being up. And this is when it really started to go viral. And I was like, wait, like, I was like, wait, what's going on? Like, I was in shock. I remember the day when the, when my brand went viral and I, I literally was in shock because when I had refreshed it, I'm like, oh, I probably made like a couple hundred dollars, a couple thousand dollars. I refreshed it and it said 10,000. And I, I remember running out my room and I'm, I'm telling my brother, like, look, I just made $10,000. After I was telling people how much money I was making, because I was just so happy that I was finally successful, um, people started asking me for money. Like my followers felt like I, because they had supported me for so many years, that I owed them something. And so it, it, it like it was just like a whirlwind of stuff just happening all at once. And I'm, I'm literally, like I said at the time, I'm lukewarm. But I'm praying. I'm like, God, thank you. Like, thank you, God. Like, I'm I'm telling him, like, I'm waking up every day and I'm like, God, thank you. At this time, like I said, I just want to make it very apparent. I was lukewarm. As time goes on, the brand is just going up constantly. When I'm telling y'all about these numbers, I just want to make it very clear that I am not bragging or boasting or saying this to, like I said, self-exalt. I'm just telling you guys where I was at the time, just to make that very clear. So, um... Yeah, I was waking up every day and at 8 a.m. I would already have made $1,000. And and like I said, it was just feeding this obsession. And I, I was just going so hard. I mean, getting up every day, doing my makeup, going on live, doing TikToks, just so I can like, 
you know, get everything going. And oof, my pride was out the window. Like it was, it was through the roof. My pride was on 10. I was like, now looking back, I know that I was bragging and I was boasting because I felt like I had finally made it because like I said, I had started designing in middle school, really elementary school, if we're going to be honest. And so people online had saw my come up because I've been online and posting online since the fifth grade. And a lot of the people that followed me online didn't know me, but they knew what I documented on my Instagram. And so they was just like seeing my come up and stuff like that. And, and people were just like giving me all this recognition and things. And so, yeah, everything had died down. And then I was like, okay, what I'm going to do next? Because I got to keep this going. I felt this pressure. I'm like, I just made all this money and I got to keep this going. And people were like, okay, what's next? And I'm like, oh, dang, I didn't plan anything. I didn't plan to drop anything after this. I'm, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I never seen anybody do this the way I'm doing it. And so they're asking me, okay, like what's next? And I'm just like, um, I'm about to drop what I want to drop. Like, I, I don't care what y'all want. So yeah, I was in the mindset of, I don't really have a plan, but whatever I'm doing, it's working. So let me just keep, keep doing something. I had dropped this design. I think this was probably one of my third or fourth drops, but basically it was this charm rhinestone hoodie. I will insert some pictures if you're watching this on YouTube. And I had dropped this design because I'm like, I'm a streetwear girl to the core. I grew up with my brothers being closer in age to me than my sister. So I am a streetwear girl. I love like boys clothes, but mixed with like girly stuff. So like a graphic tee with a purse, like that's me all day. I love streetwear. So I dropped this rhinestone hoodie design and they was like, we don't want this. Like it did sell over time, but it didn't get the response it got that the first design I had dropped got. And so I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken because the whole reason why I wanted a brand is to sell streetwear clothing. It was just, it was just bad planning on my part. I didn't plan at all. I was just dropping stuff and whatever stuck was going to stick. Right. So I thought that because that one design went viral, that all of my other designs would go viral. That's not what happened. And reality really smacked me in my face and was like, no, baby, we don't want that. We want that first design in other colorway. <laughs> they was like, we want the first design in other colorways. So I'm like, all right, boom. Um, After the, I had dropped the new design and they really wasn't messing with it, I was like, okay, I'm going to just give y'all what y'all want. Because even though this is not what I want to do, I want to sell streetwear. They didn't want that. And so I was just like, I'm just going to give in and sell different colorways of this design and put this design on everything I make from here on out, even though that's not what I wanted to do at all. So boom, I start dropping things that they like with the same logo, the same design, but just in different colorways and different styles, basically as the time goes on I'm dropping what they want and they're giving me feedback oh yeah we want this in this colorway da, da, da. and I'm starting to grow unhappy because I'm like I never meant for this brand to be like this I always wanted a streetwear brand but somehow I ended up here yeah I just wanted to stray away from that design that they had liked so bad but my brand went viral for that design. So they knew me and my brand for that design. So I couldn't stray away from it. And 
I was doing it for the wrong reasons at this point. I'm like, I'm only dropping stuff that y'all like. I really, yes, I like this stuff, but I want to drop something else, you know? I was just taking L after L on the back end because I was doing all of this by myself. I mean, the graphics, customer service, uh, the website design, coding. I was coding my website by myself, like certain parts of my site. I was doing that all by myself. Photo shoots, I was doing it all. And so I grew weary and I started to burn out heavy because I'm like, I'm not really feeling this. This is not what I want. You know what I mean? I know that it's about the customers, but however... I don't even feel comfortable wearing these designs outside because I'm like, it's played. I'm like, this is so played out. What's going on? Stick with me, y'all, because I know y'all like, okay, how does this relate to your testimony? Just stick with me. Stick with me. (laughs) So I'm like, man, this design is so played, but they keep asking me, we want this. And at this time, this was my source of income. This is what's making me bank. So I'm like, no, I got to keep going. Like, so a year in I started to realize I'm really only doing this for the money because I know that this is what my income consists of and I need to stick with it I need to give them what they want yeah I'm just dropping pieces that they like and none of what I like and I realized a while ago that it's not about me at all it was about my customers and what they wanted but however I grew tired of running the brand because I was doing it by myself and I had nobody else to like lean on and Um, I mean, I did have a manufacturing team and I did have people helping me out. So when I said team, I did have people helping me out, but for the most part, a lot of the weight was on me and a lot of the weight started to crush me. And because the weight of this brand that I didn't plan, I'm just really out here winging it. I'm like, man, the weight is really starting to crush me. I was so insecure with myself at the time and success made me feel worthy. So I'm like, I got to keep going because this is the only way that I feel good about myself is if I'm flexing on Instagram with the packages and and I'm showing people that, look, I'm I'm doing it. I Y'all, I told y'all I was going to do it in high school. Y'all see me doing it and now look at me. Like I felt that my success made me worthy. I had, I had really put my identity in my success, y'all. Like I was like, My success was tied to how much work I could do, how much money I can make, and how much recognition I can get from other people. That's where I was mentally at the time. I just, I really just kept taking L's on the back end of the brand. Like on the front end, it looked like everything was going good, obviously, because I'm just posting the the brand pictures and I'm posting me flexing with the packages, like look at me and all the things. So it looked like everything was going good, but on the back end, It just felt like I was carrying all this weight, like all the weight of doing the graphics, doing all this, all the things, you know, and I was just I I was so hopeful because I'm like, okay, one day I'm going to be able to turn this brand around in my favor. Like it's turning around for me. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be able to turn this brand around in my favor. I'm going to be able to drop things that I actually like, you know. That is another reason why I kept going because I'm like, it's going to turn around for me. It's it's going to turn around for me. My brother was telling me, yeah, H&M started off as just a woman's brand. They transitioned into men's and women's and you can do that too. Like, even though you selling this stuff that you don't really like right now, it's you can transform your brand. So it's going to be all good. Just keep going. And also I had a fear. I had a fear that if I stop then what if I stopped and this brand could have been something more than what it was, right? 
I think around November, what happened was um, I was doing pre-orders at this time for my brand to get us back on track with, with our revenue. So I was doing pre-orders at this time. If you don't know what a pre-order is, basically you get the money and then once you get the money from the customers, you order the inventory so you won't have to spend excess on inventory that isn't going to sell, basically. So I was doing pre-orders at this time and what happened was I had did a pre-order for the very first design we had dropped. It still reigned as the most popular design, right? And so because of that, I knew that this design would sell. And so I got the pre-orders for it and then I went to my manufacturer and I ordered the, the sweatsuits. And what happened was my sweatsuits got detained by customs for about, I believe, three months. They got detained in customs. And because they got detained, my customers were upset. They're like, okay, but you had gave us this specific time frame of when the pre-orders would be done and now they're not done. It was just a point in time where I was like, man, like this is making the brand look so bad because these people are waiting for the order their order and this whole time I'm updating them like hey y'all like this is what's going on um if you guys want a refund let me know because one thing about me and I always wanted to from the very beginning to always put my customers up here like all even though I was selfish I was never selfish about that and so I always honored my customers and I always tried to do the very best I could as far as communicating with them and things like that. So when the stuff had got detained, I was just like, man, I got to let them know. Like, I can't. Nah, like, I'm not going to make them believe I'm I'm a liar. No, I'm not. So I'm communicating with them. A lot of them is like, yeah, we want a refund. A lot of them was like, nah, I'm going to stick with you. I believe you. You're going to get our order to us. And so it came at around, I think either the end of December, early January, and they had ordered it in, I think, was it November? Look, I'm getting the dates all mixed up because at that time I was just depressed. I was depressed. And so now this is what led me to run to God because when the stuff had got detained, I was like, man, because I had already been feeling like throwing in the towel a year into the brand. It was still a baby brand, but I'm like, I don't want to do this, you know, but I kept going anyway because of the money, because I I was hopeful, because I felt like I could turn it around, right? So when this happened, I'm like, man, this is my last straw. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my pre-orders had got detained before Black Friday. That's what happened. So just imagine the my money maker got detained before Black Friday. So that sent me like that sent me into a bad place mentally. I don't want to say I was depressed, but I was just in a bad space mentally. So I'm kind of forgetting like some of the details because I just kept taking L after L after L on the back end. I felt like, okay, I, I know now in hindsight that that was God trying to tell me something. But at the time, I'm like, man, like, God, where are you? Like, I'm praying. I'm like, I'm getting mad at God because I'm like, God, what's going on? Like, I'm asking you, like, what you doing? Like, what's going on? You know? And so it was literally, it felt like it was a random day in November. And I was just depressed, you know? And I was trying to find release. I remember I had journaled in my journal. I wish I can go back to my old life. Before I had this brand, I was happy. I wish I can go back to the old Amaya. Where is that girl at? Because she has died. And and that's how I truly felt because I felt like before I even started the brand, I was so happy. 
uh, broke, but happy. <laughs> I was in high school, but I was just happy, you know? And so, um, I had just hit rock bottom. I felt like mentally within myself, not with a brand, not with anything outside of me, but it within me, I hit, I had hit rock bottom. A random day in November, God yoked me up and he saved me. And I, I, I don't know, I don't know how everybody else's testimonies go or how they got saved, but I know some people have like altar calls and these big things happen to them, but it was literally like, I hit rock bottom and I was like, God, I surrender. I was like, God, I can't do this no more. I'm about to read y'all the journal entry that actually I had wrote on the day that I had surrendered. November 12th, 2022, 8.55 p.m. It was nighttime, y'all. And I'm like, I'm going through it. When You know, when nightfall and you going through it, you be going through it because them thoughts just be coming at night. I don't know what it is, you know? So yeah, I have been convicted by the Holy Spirit to completely give my life to the Lord. This doesn't mean only my lifestyle. It means my worry, my fears, my self-hate, my sadness, my everything. I only want what God has for me, and I know it's not going to come easy. I know I'm going to have to be obedient. This doesn't mean stop cut just this doesn't just mean stop cussing. It means stop living in the world, or should I say, Stop relying on the world to guide me. This also means that I have to start coming to God when I am not okay and stop trying to handle things on my own. It's crazy because most people would try to come to God only when they are going through a tough time. But for me, it was the opposite. I would turn away from God because I felt like he wasn't hearing me. I felt like God wasn't doing what I wanted. So that made me want to rely on myself, even when I was battling with something. But I know better now. I know that I have to stay faithful, even in the good and bad times. God is testing me, and I'm going to show him that I am his child, and I am obedient. He knows that I'm his child, but I haven't always been obedient. I haven't always believed in him. God, I'm done relying on me. <laughs> I need your help, God. God, I ask that you guide me and use me to carry out your plan. God, I don't want to worry about my plan, Lord. I ask that if it's in your will, you help me to change my ways. I don't want to constantly worry and stress about my plan. You have showed me time and time again that it doesn't matter how much I worry and stress about the future, that it's always going to still be your plan. Heavenly Father, I give my life to you. <laughs> God, guide me. Show me what I'm supposed to be doing to honor and serve you. Lord Jesus, every day I'm working to be more like you. God, I want nothing, nothing more and nothing less than to live out the plan you have for me. In Jesus' holy name, amen. <laughs> That's what I wrote on the day that I surrendered. I surrendered my life to God because I felt this weight of trying to uphold something that I built. And he had revealed to me, later on that anything that you build by yourself has to be upheld by yourself in your own strength. And so because I had built this brand that I was, I didn't even know what I was doing. God was trying to help me and God was trying to show me. He had gave me so much grace looking back in the brand to, to change my prideful ways, to change how I was, how I was operating in the brand 
to not be so money hungry and not be so focused on how is this going to make me money? How is this going to do? How is it like just not be so self-absorbed and so just feeling like I could do everything by myself? Because like I said, there was a lot of weight on me in that brand because I was doing it all. Like I was doing it all, really, basically. And and I it crushed me. It crushed me because I was I built something that I had to uphold by myself. And so November 12th, 2022, I surrendered. And I wrote that to God in hopes that he would hear my cry. He would hear my heart. Oh, y'all. I don't want to cry because I cried a lot before I even made this. When I was like typing out uh, my key points for this video because I tend to forget. And I'm just like, man, like looking back, I went through all that for a reason. And, and God has showed me that there is nothing in this world that you can build that is going to to make you happy. That's going to make you feel worthy. That's going to make you feel that void in your heart. And and I had just like I said I had hit rock bottom within myself because I'm just like I wanted success so bad. I felt like like I I idolized success. I really did. I idolized success. I had felt like success was my way out. Like I felt like I had something to prove, even though nobody was really doubting me like that. I just felt like, you know, the world was against me and I was really in my own world. Like I really was, y'all. I was in my own world and, I, you know, the the devil was really in my mind telling me like the world was against me. Nobody want to see me win. You know, you know, <laughs> the usual. <laughs> so, so I just... I wanted success so bad that I really felt like I could do it all myself. And God was like, when will you learn? What is that scripture? How does it go? What would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? I feel like I just butchered that scripture, but I'm going to put it up on the screen. But when I read that, I was like, wow, like money really has a cost as much as money like the stuff that you buy with money has a cost. Money has a cost. So what are you willing to do to get that money? And I was willing to sacrifice what I really truly wanted, which was a streetwear brand. And I I really truly honestly, more than a streetwear brand, I wanted to prove to people that I was going to be successful. I wanted to prove to myself that I was worthy. I wanted to prove to myself that I was worthy of success. I was worthy of the recognition I was getting. I was worthy of it all. I wanted that. I wanted so badly to prove to people that I was worthy. But God was like, I'm the only one that is going to fill that void. I'm the only one that is going to make sure that you know that you are worthy. It's not going to be a brand. It's not going to be the money. It's not going to be the people that make you feel like you're worthy. I am going to be the one that makes you feel like you're worthy. And so he saved me. <laughs> He saved me and he let me know that he loves me and he has a plan to prosper me and not to harm me and a plan to give me a hope and a future. And he He let me know that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than I can ever ask for or think. And so I got saved November 2022. So now earlier this year, I had just got so serious about my relationship with God and I had just was like in my words so heavy and I had got uh, God had put the desire on my heart to delete Instagram 
and to like really step back from socials because socials had a grip on me, baby. I was a people pleaser, okay? I was on social media at a point in time, dressing half naked and all the things because I craved validation because I was insecure within myself. So for about five to six months, I took a break from socials and I really stepped back and God was just like, look, you need to focus on me. You need to get right. And I need to show you what you was doing wrong and and why it had to come to this. <laughs> and so he was just showing me, me basically in the Bible. And he was like, I was just learning so much and I was just with him because I was not on social media for like five to six months. And he was just really showing me like, I've always had my hand in your life. I've always want, wanted you to run to me and not run to the things of the world, like money and success and recognition and all the things. <laughs> what happened with the brand, y'all, is I'm continuing on. Like I said, I'm putting God in it now. And I start to get convicted. And I'm like, man, I don't agree with the things I'm putting out anymore. Because one thing that God has convicted me about is my modesty. Because I come from a place where I was dressed in half naked, sending provocative pictures to people. Ugh, that's so cringy. It's so cringy. But that's where I came from. I came from showing off my body because I was sexualized at a young age for my body. So I felt like, okay, this is how I'm going to get attention. So God had convicted me to dress more modestly. The clothes I was putting out for my brand were not modest <laughs> to say the least it wasn't like super like you know out there but the clothes I was putting out was not really modest in my opinion and so I started to like get convicted about that I'm like man like I don't really agree with the clothes I'm putting out anymore I don't really agree with the lifestyle that it kind of was representing and so I'm trying to market my brand and I'm being now the influencer of my brand. I, I put myself back into the brand because I feel like, okay, God is going to be with me in it now. I can put myself back into it because at first I was just having other influencers model my brand for me, my sister, everybody else besides me, because I didn't want to do it because I had a disdain for the brand. I didn't want to do it because I didn't like the clothes like that anymore. So I'm like, I don't want to do it. And then when I got saved, I put myself back into the brand. And so at this point, I'm basically the face of the brand yet again. And I don't feel comfortable in this, these clothes anymore because I'm being called to be modest and I'm being convicted to be modest. But this is not screaming modesty to me at all. Right. <laughs> so um, I start to get kind of like embarrassed. Like people would ask me, oh, you have a brand or whatever. And I would be like embarrassed to like be like, oh, yeah, I have a brand. I wouldn't feel proud. I wouldn't feel like the prideful old Amaya. I would feel like I didn't want to tell them because I felt embarrassed at this point because I was I was just being convicted, right? So last month in May, he was like, yeah, you're done because I knew it was time to stop the brand because I had no peace in it. I had no peace at all. In fact, I felt like I was imprisoned. <laughs> I'm dramatic, but I felt like I just had no peace in it. Like when I was posting, I was like, there's just no, I would go through these stints of like having peace and I'm like, you know, getting sales. Blah, blah, and then I would just always come back down and just hit 
the ground hard because I'm like, man, I just have no peace in it. And one day, actually the day before I had stopped the brand, I was just crying and crying all day. And I'm like, God, what's wrong with me? Like, <laughs> you know, when you feeling away and you're just like, why am I feeling this way? And I was just like, what is wrong? But then the next day, God had told me to just quit the brand or or I don't even want to say the word quit because how do you quit your own brand um, to stop the brand? He told me to stop the brand and I realized that it was my spirit grieving. Like, I don't know if anybody else has been through that where like before something will happen, you will just cry and cry and cry. And then the next day something will happen or or later in the day something will happen. Like, that's how how it is for me. Like I I was just crying and crying and crying. And, and I guess my spirit was grieving, stopping the brand, even though I wanted to stop the brand a long time ago. But a part of me was like, man, like the, the devil was just in my my ear. Like, okay, but how are you going to be successful? How are you going to make money? How are you going to do? And God was just like, look at me. I, I got you. You, you, you spent five to six months with me by yourself. I got you. Just look at me. And so I stopped my brand May 2nd, 2023 to follow Jesus. (laughs) That sounds so crazy now that I'm saying it out loud. But yeah, I had the recognition. I had the success. I had the money, but no peace, no joy, no God. (laughs) I had what seemingly felt like it all. I had it all, but I didn't have God. And so I had nothing. And so I quit my five figure brand to follow after Jesus because he is the truth, the way and the life. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Come on, somebody. He is the truth, the way and the life. And since giving my life to God, man, I'm just getting chills just thinking about it. The way he has moved in my life and the way he, he, man, God is the biggest this you. He he like this you, you was acting like this in the world, this you. And so right now I'm going through a season where he's transforming me still because technically I'm a baby believer. I've only been saved since November of last year. So he's still transforming me. I'm still going through it sometimes and things like that. But even in the midst of chaos, I still have a peace that I can't explain. Ugh. My God, I don't want to cry, y'all. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry, okay? <laughs> I already cried before I made this, but um, there's just a peace that I can't explain. And in fact, what's so crazy is I have this glow about me that I didn't even notice. And I, I'm talking to people. I'm talking to people that haven't seen me in a while. And they're just like, you look so good. Like, you're glowing. Your face is glowing. And I'm just like, oh, that's because I've been sent with God. And I've been seeking his face every day. And it just reminded me how when Moses was up on that mountain and he was coming down from the mountain and the people could see on his face that he had been sitting with God because his face was glowing. And that's exactly how I feel. And so people have seen it on me and I've seen it on me. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Like God is transforming me. I'm basking in his love and in his glory because he's just... He has his hand on me and he always has. I just never noticed it. And so now I, I see his love and I notice it and I'm I'm sitting in it and I'm basking in his love. 
And I'm, oh my goodness gracious, y'all. I don't want to cry. <laughs> I'm basking in his love. And I can finally see what he sees in me. He says that I am more than a conqueror. I am loved. I am worthy. And not because of the success, not because of the money, not because of any of that. I am worthy. He sent Jesus to die for me. That's how worthy I am. I'm worthy of Jesus dying for me. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious, y'all. I can go on and on and on about how good God is. I I can really just go on and on because he has been so good to me. And so when y'all see me on this podcast or on Instagram or on my socials preaching the gospel, I just have this fire in me. I have this fire in me. I quit a brand, a five-figure brand to follow Jesus. (laughs) Baby, I got a fire in me to spread the gospel like nobody's business. Ain't nobody ever going to make me feel bad about saying the name Jesus. Nobody. Nobody in this world can take away what I know to be true, which is Jesus loves me. He died for me. He cares for me. And I am worthy. <laughs> I'm preaching now, y'all. I'm worthy. I'm worthy of it. And, and um, yeah, he has called me out here, y'all. And I'm out here. And this ain't about me. It's not about me. I love God so much that I want to do his will. And he has called me out here to to tell somebody, hey, He loves you and he cares for you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. He has called me out here. I just owe it to you to serve you. He has given me a servant heart. He has transformed me and made me so serving of others and not self-serving and self-exalting and prideful and thinking about money and all the things. All I'm focused on is him. And so, yeah. I've been talking for a long time, y'all. I don't know where y'all at, what y'all doing. Did y'all sleep? Wake up. (laughs) God sent me here for a purpose. And my purpose is to serve and help others know that you are loved by God. You are called and Jesus died for you. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. And he has a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. And he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ever ask for or think. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. (laughs) Come on, somebody. He loves you. Listen, I will spend my life to make sure that heaven is crowded. I want to see you in heaven. I want to have a party with you. I want to have a party with you. I do. Like, I want heaven to be packed out. Okay, we're going to have a ball in heaven. And so that's that's what he has called me out here to do is to get y'all to see that it's him. And it's always been him. And you may not recognize it now or if you have, just love on him and seek him because he loves you and he cares for you. And, and I'm going to stop preaching now, y'all. I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> I'm getting a little tired. But, um, uh, man. Man, 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 my God is a good God. And our Father in heaven, he he's so good, man. So I hope my story has impacted you in any way or it's just been entertaining. If you just sitting over there eating some popcorn, 
uh, doing whatever, some laundry, some chores or whatever. I just hope that it helped you in any way and blessed you in any way. Okay. I love you. If nobody told you that they love you today and God loves you even more than I do. I'll see y'all in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>